Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. This is a Dave original podcast. Hello and welcome to the Hypothetical Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Pugh. My guest today will be Josh Widdicombe and James A. Custer. How are you guys? Good. Very good. How are you, Josh? Very good. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Where, where are you? Your, your respective homes? Yeah, yes. actually. In London. Where, yeah. where, where are you based? I'm based in the, in the Midlands. Yes. Coventry. Yeah, near Coventry. But today I'm actually recording in London. Oh. Yeah, came down to record this remotely, but from London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just, I would like to be close to the industry when I'm doing this kind of stuff, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you, is yeah. it true that you're outside the BBC looking at it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just on my phone. I've got as far as reception. <laughs> Gus Khan was recommending somewhere to eat in Coventry to me the other day called something like Farmhouse or something. Have yeah, the there? Farmhouse. It's um, it's like um, you you can't take your own beer. No, you can take your own beer. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of restaurants you can't take your own beer. The very, you know, the ones that you can take your own beer to, they're very keen to tell you that, but the ones you can't take your own beer to, they just assume you know not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't say, oh, our big rule is don't bring your own beer. Yeah. D-B-Y-O-B. Yeah. <laughs> but are you, you, know, are you enjoying this as a concept, yeah. the podcast? I think, you know, little tip to anyone who's starting up their own podcast, have a guest host every week so you don't have to actually do anything. It's great. It's a piece of piss. It's the best. I uh, I hate hosting stuff as well. I can't. Yeah. Oh, good I can't, have you here. I can't read. I didn't realise I can't really read. It, am I right in saying you're le- you're legally blind? Is that right? Yeah, legally. Yeah, not not one of these illegal blind guys you hear about. <laughs> <laughs> very, very. How much sight have you got? I've got about they say about fifteen percent vision. I've got, but I've, it's been like this for so long. I don't obviously I notice, mm-hmm. but I'm just so used to looking at stuff dead close or yeah. just asking somebody else to read stuff. But thanks for asking me to uh, read out loud yeah. on the spot. <laughs> we thought it'd be, be a laugh. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But uh, So today you will be competing for my respect. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, the opportunity to be considered a close friend of mine. Oh, Ooh. great. But also the, there's, there's prizes up for grabs. The prizes are unlimited use of a deck chair of your choice. Oh. A photograph of Sir Mo Farah, which has been signed by Joe Swash. <laughs> oh. And some gardening knee pads. Oh, nice. Oh, nice, yeah. So you'll be, you'll be going head-to-head. Uh, and the first round, the producers of James Bond are working on the next movie. 
They've got the new Bond. Great, that's sorted. But what they're struggling to come up with is a new villain. And that's where we come in. Whoever invents the best one will get a share of the sweet, sweet merch plus all the Bonds on DVD. Right. But there are some rules. So your villain must have a name. They've got names, guys. (laughs) A distinct look. They must have an original backstory, a lair or, or home. (laughs) <laughs> and their own unique way of killing people. And one more, uh-huh. they must be played by you. Uh, what do you think makes a good villain? And what qualities? Um, I think they need to have a kind of a trigger point mm. that changed them into the villain. Totally. Do you know what I mean? I think like a backstory that created, meant that they... I was going to say, I mean, I don't really know. And James will be aware of this, that I... Yes. I despise, I despise superhero films. Yep. I know Bond doesn't quite fall into that, but it's kind of, it's the same ballpark. It's yeah. make believe, so, so Josh doesn't like it. That's essentially. Yeah, I, I'm the same, Josh. I, I uh, so I love Harry Potter, mm. but only like the first yeah. ten minutes of the first film. You know, when he's just in <laughs> suburbia. Yeah. I'm like, I'm loving this. This feels very British, very Ken Loach, and then yeah. when he gets in a flying car, like I'm out of it. And now I'm out. Yeah, yeah. First ten minutes of each film, quite nice. Just him looking around with the yeah. Dursleys. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you'd love the the spin off, the Dursleys. That's, <laughs> that's just what I'd like. Yes, yeah. <laughs> just the Dursleys, please. Privet Drive or wherever. Yeah, they live. Privet yeah. Drive. Yeah, like it's, it feels quite Brooksidey, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that 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 trigger point is definitely a thing, and that's something that your your villains will need to have. You'll need to have uh, mm. something in maybe your well, earlier life, which kind of set you on a, a path. To evil. Well, do you know what I'm going to go for? So I think I like I like a villain when they're based around something. Like I like the villains in Batman because they've got like he's a penguin or he's a Joker or he's a kind. Do you know what I mean? That kind of yeah. two dimensional. They're a thing, and this led them. I don't know what what led the penguin to be the penguin. Was he attacked by penguins or something? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think he was attacked by a f- no. swarm no, of penguins. That feels unlikely. Like, yeah, maybe I'd be. Um, my villain would be a panel show contestant <laughs> who'd had a bad one and never got over it. Here we go. Okay. I mean, th- th- this seems to be drawing from real-life experience. What's this? Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? What, what performance are you thinking of in your head that you've had? <laughs> what, of my own? Yeah. What is it that you've never got over? I think my worst ever was probably Nevermind the Buzzcocks, oh, yeah. which was an absolute disaster. I, I both did badly and I offended Lewis Smith, the gymnast. So it was, it was a terrible day <laughs> all round. Would you ask him again? How far he can you me. jump or something? No, <laughs> I, he did a moonwalk and I said, oh, if you'd done the moonwalk, you might have got gold rather than silver. And he did not like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. He hated so, it. Yeah. And also, he wouldn't, it's also yeah. incorrect. It would have... Yeah. <laughs> it would have placed lower, <laughs> I would say. Probably would have come last. So, yeah, so that... But then, then that manifests itself in your actions then, doesn't it? As, an, as a villain. Yeah, so I'm going to take over the media world and turn it all into a... Because they're always trying to take over the world kind of militarily, aren't they? But mm. obviously the world is online now, so I'm going to kind of take over all forms of media and just broadcast my face. Because you, you did badly on a panel show. Because I did badly on a panel show. I've never got over it, and now I need to make the world, the world to laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? And what would your face be doing? Telling jokes? Yeah, it would yeah. be delivering... Uh, <laughs> Witty one-liners about yeah. pictures of topical news stories. Yeah. Give us an example. <laughs> um, gah, 
why has Barack Obama got such a big hat on? That kind of thing. You know, the kind of yeah, thing you do on the week. When you, yeah. The really, when you're really struggling and you're looking at the stuff in the background, like, that guy in the red tie is not enjoying his tango, is he? That kind of thing. You know, when you like, yeah. you see the guy right at the back door. That's one of my most hated things that people do. You know, if you, you post a picture of something and they pick something that is in the background or which isn't the subject of the picture to comment on that. Yeah. I find that such yeah. an annoying thing that people do. Like people, you put a screenshot on and people are commenting on your battery life. It's like, oh, get a, yeah. get a life, man. <laughs> what about you, James? If you back backstory, how how were you wronged as a as a younger man? Well, most Bond villains are always uh, they they're rarely English, aren't they? They're always yeah. like tend to be from a different country, tend to be evil stereotypes from other countries. So I think I would make my Bond villain English, but like really, I really play on all the disharmony and the division in the UK right now. So I'll be someone like a real hardcore patriot who hangs his flag up in the window and has become disillusioned with his country. So like the opposite of what most Bond villains would be. So I've got a bit more room to play with there. So yeah. I'll be someone who's like, used to think England stood for this. And obviously I hate, you know, whoever it is, Bond works for the Secret Service. I hate yeah. them because yeah. everything that Britain stood for has been eroded now and they've let me down as well. You yeah. know, whoever whoever the new Bond is going to be, I'm not going to be happy with them. No. Jody and Whittaker. so I'm trying to tear, I'm, I'm specifically trying to tear their organisation down because I, I, I don't want to tear down the monarchy and the government. Yeah. And everything, everything that is British. Coronation Street. Because I want to start again and build <laughs> the real Britain. Have you got a name in mind, James, for your your villain? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he would be called Ken, <laughs> and the villain's name would be United Ken- Kendom. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Have you got a name, Josh? You, so what are you thinking for your for your name? Yeah, so that's difficult, isn't it? Because I wouldn't want it to hint at any other comedians. That that make, that put, that puts me in a, a difficult <laughs> position because I've got to choose a name that wouldn't wouldn't apply to any other comedians. Do you know I was uh, about to suggest because you were saying about telling jokes. I was about to suggest figure this was going to be totally fine. The Joker. <laughs> that's literally what I was about to say. Thinking that that's all right. Come up but, with that. But I think the thing the thing with my character is that the reason he's done badly on these shows is he's not got properly good jokes. So they're just kind of. Bon Mots or Quips. So I'd be called the yeah. Quipper. The Quipper. <laughs> yeah. People are going as uh, as Halloween dressed as the Quipper. But it's, yeah. it's like the Joker, but without any makeup. They're just in normal, just in a check shirt and a pair of New Balance trainers. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in a T-shirt that can't strobe on camera. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's just... I think that's that's the thing about him is he's, he's very mundane, but he's hugely... Mm hugely angry at what happened yeah i mean you do need a, a distinct look is your distinct look just being so undistinct yeah i think it would be he'd have he'd have a shirt on he'd have jeans he's, as you say new balance trainers and he'd be wearing a little lapel mic as if he was on a tv show at all times even <laughs> though he's not on a tv show yeah and then when he like traps bond he'd like tie him down and he'd go and he'd make Bond banter with him and he'd attempt to banter him to death. That's amazing. So he'd be like, do you expect me to talk? And then, yeah. no, Mr Bond, I expect you to laugh. Yeah, he'd go, that kind of stuff? Bond would go, do you expect me to talk? And he'd go, yes. 
about <laughs> Theresa May. What, what have you got on her? She ran through that cornfield. What are you going to say about it? <laughs> what do you think about her dancing? That's quite funny, isn't it? What have you got? Yeah. And what about a look for yours, James? Is yours kind of... Is, is, is Ken wearing anything? He's got to be wearing the... the, the, the not, not the Union Jack, really, the... He'd be where the England the flag of St George, I think, just be draped in that like a toga, <laughs> like okay. the flag yeah. of St George, like a toga, and he'd be walking around, um, wearing that and probably like constantly eating the kind of uh, exclusively food that you get at football games, so like pies and and like Chips. football game snacks that he would be eating at the football. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just good. Drinking bovril, constantly drinking, drinking bovril all the time. How is he? How is he taking people out? How is he? How is he killing people? Well, see now, now this is where it gets gritty, right? Because I've got to think about. I don't want to go too realistic. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like that kind of guy, overly patriotic people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, I, I could go down a very dark route, and I don't want to. So I think I'd have to go. Uh, he would blare the national anthem at them through speakers that's so loud <laughs> oh, that's that their nice. eardrums explode oh, and their yeah. hearts explode. Yeah. yeah so All their it, internal organs. My heart explodes every time I hear the national anthem. I don't know about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I stand up no matter where I am. <laughs> that's how he tricks some people. As I do know he'd want them on his side, those patriots. Yeah. Like anyone who stands that, up. Cinematically, that, that's quite good as well. That kind of people holding yeah. their ears, like you've got onto a big like well, tannoy PA system. Yeah, it, maybe he yeah. booms it, James, at a seated level. So oh. to avoid it, you have to stand up. So the people that stand yeah. up naturally, they they survive. And naturally, you put your hand over your heart if you love it, and that protects your heart. <laughs> yeah, from <the> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you got a favourite national anthem? Mine's um, the Italian national anthem. I think it's incredible. How does it go? Because um, Nish Kumar has a routine in his current show about national anthems, and he says about how everyone says the Italian national anthem is great. But I, I, he references it, and I was sitting there in the audience like, oh, no, I haven't heard that. I don't know. Italia, Italian Morsi. Yeah, I know. But that's, <laughs> um, that's specifically the, the Italian rugby team singing. I don't know if it goes like that for everything. Okay. You a rugby yeah. fan? Uh, no, not really. I watch the, the Six Nations no. when it's on, but just uh-huh. for the anthems, and then I turn it off again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like Harry Potter. <laughs> First ten minutes, then turn it off. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, totally. when it's, it starts throwing a ball around, I'm like, this would never happen in real life. <laughs> <laughs> this is fake. Yeah, and uh, obviously your your villains have got to be played by you. Do you think your acting ability could stand up to playing these? I, th- I think I think if there's any role I'm built for, this could work well for me. Yeah, mm. the um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think I, c- I think I can channel personal experience definitely. Yeah. Similar with you, yours, James, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, similar, yeah. I'm disillusioned with my country now. It's not what it used to be. Yeah, easy. It's not even acting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna award some points based on this. So also, I want to point out in my character actually, it would be like a Jacob Rees Mogg kind of attitude that and very posh voice right oh yeah because again all the goodies in bond are always very posh yeah well to do people i'd want to meet them with one of their own you know you want to hold a mirror do you know what would be quite a nice backstory is if he'd trained with bond 
Mm. Yes. Yeah. So he'd gone one way and Bond had gone the yeah. other. That's nice. You used to be a good English man, Bond. What happened yeah. to you? You've disappointed me. Oh. Is he played by Kenneth Williams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give some points. Uh, I forgot to establish that the point scoring system up up top. That's all right. So it's just uh, it's just out of five. I've, I haven't done anything with the yeah. format in, in that regard at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, James, I'm giving you uh, four points. Oh yes. So uh, and uh, Josh, I'm giving you I'm giving you two points, Josh. Not that I don't oh, like your villain. It just it felt less of a leap. Yeah, it did. It did feel a bit bit first idea, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. Also, and also no, I mean just in terms of a leap from your life. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I know you're supposed to draw on that as a, as an artist. Which you know we we are all artists. Yeah. But I, yeah. I just think you know James is kind of a yeah yeah. And also, it's quite triggering for me personally listening to that, Josh. Listen to your yeah yeah yeah. Your your quipper experience, and I, I think there could be some legal issues as well with the. With a Joker. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah that could be a problem. So yeah, whip, but... so at the end of that round, James is on four and, and Josh is on two, two points. Long way to go. Well, I think that's fifty percent of it done, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, I'm wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah. Now for our next round. Not for a million quid, where our contestants, James and Josh, bid to see who would need to be paid the least to do the thing in question. I'll give the question, then you each bid a figure. The winner is whoever bids the lowest and can justify being able to cope with it. So the situation is, how much to dress up as the Grim Reaper for one whole year? Are we familiar with the Grim Reaper, his vibe? I am. I'm totally familiar with the Grim Reaper, yeah. Is there any rules? Uh, It feels like there should be some rules, and there is. (laughs) <laughs> you must be wearing the full garb at all times robe with hood up and a scythe hourglass is optional you can't tell people the real reason you're doing it and you don't have the power to end anyone's life except by conventional murder <laughs> Okay. so you're just genuinely going around in all the yeah. gear making people feel uncomfortable one of my issues is I get hot very easily mm. yeah he does yeah. I do. I, I I struggle in in heat, and in summer, a black, fully black robe over the head and body is going to be. It's it's a tough experience for me in the baking heat. I think. I think I'm going to struggle with that. Yeah. I also don't I think know, it would suit you. What do you <laughs> mean by that? I think I could pull off wearing a black robe and a scythe. I think. I don't think you could pull it off. For what reason? Too short. Wow. <laughs> I could get it turned up. You just look. You'd be drowning in it, mate. Yeah. You look at. I mean, I know, I know you don't like fantasy uh, stuff, but in Star Wars, there's a oh, race called go. the Jawas. Right. And they go. They little. They go around in little robes and stuff, and you can just see their eyes glowing in in, in the depths of the hood. I'm going to Google these people. Jawas. Yeah, the, Star the Jawas. Wars. You look like a little Jawa. With your little red eyes. Oh, yeah, that is very offensive, yeah. Also, do you know what, Josh? We wouldn't be interested in it because it's not real. No, it's not. (laughs) There's a lot of places you're not getting in with a scythe as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You're not getting in a tiger tiger with with a scythe. That's taking off you at the door, then you're you're out. Yeah, exactly. Josh's main watering hole, isn't it, Josh? Yeah, that's my my local, actually. Do you go and they say, do you want you on the usual? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Four vodka Red Bull. It's, it doesn't open till 11. It's a bit a bit inconvenient, to be honest. <laughs> finish work at six. Still got, still got five hours to kill. By the time I've gone home, I, I don't really feel like going back out again. Because <laughs> it might be nice, you know, you're both kind of a, a level of fame now, a bit of anonymity. Might be quite a, a nice thing. To be deaf. Is deaf even more famous than us? Yeah. You're drawing attention to yourself. It's not anonymity in the sense that you're actually going to get more people turning round when you walk down the street. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Are we saying that's bad? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And also, I just quite embarrassingly asked the question out loud, is deaf more famous than us? <laughs> and then had to say quite quickly, yes. <laughs> yeah, but it's not death, is it? It's, it's specifically the Grim Reaper. I, I, if, when I'm thinking the Grim Reaper, I'm thinking yeah. kind of like Scooby-Doo. And I wonder if, you know, mm. the, the, the new generation, the, the Gen Zs, I wonder if, if they, they're mm. familiar with the, the work of the Grim Reaper. Oh, they're not... Because he hasn't, he hasn't... You're saying that the Grim Reaper hasn't cracked TikTok he, so that the young, the young of the world aren't into it. Yeah, it's kind of quite a... Um, quite an old-fashioned concept, isn't it, the Green Reaper? He, he's too long-form, so young people don't really... They haven't, got the, they haven't got the patience for the full Grim Reaper story. I think, yeah, if you, if you can't get the Grim Reapers... Well, it's, I don't know. What, what are you thinking in terms of how much, Josh, for, for a year walking about Grim Reaper, stump, stumpy little legs under a, a big black yeah. cloth side? Yeah, there's no need for that. There's no need for the stumpy little legs. Um, <laughs> I'd say two million. It's a, it's a real game changer to your life. Two million pounds. It's, it's difficult with my kids. That would be very awkward. You think, don't think they'd like it? Well, it's a good lesson for them, isn't it? I suppose yeah. the death comes to us all. Yeah, but one do they day need to learn die. it for a full year? I I think it would be tough. I think. Are you adapting? Are you gonna? I I don't think. You're not going to pretend you are hit. Like you're not going to play up to the role, are you? You're just going to go around your day to day life. It's quite hard, isn't it? Because obviously the they, they do they know you're the Grim Reaper? Are they like, where's my dad gone? Well, I think I just go, yeah. This is just what I, I suppose. The other thing with kids is they're not really au fait with fashion, so they might just think that's what I wear these days. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. So I could get away with it. What are you thinking, James? If you had to put a, a figure on it, which you do have to. It's the game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, two million, I don't know, two million might even be, because I was thinking how much my, my entire life would be affected by it. Quite a because it's the scythe, really, that pushes it over the edge. Um, the black robe would be pretty easy just to make that my look for the year. Yeah. The scythe, even if it was just the scythe and nothing else, just how much <laughs> to carry a scythe for a year. Yeah. I think that would be that would be the bit that would really challenge me. If anything, if you posed me the hypothetical how much to carry a scythe for the year, my first solution <laughs> would be to wear a black robe in order to therefore try and carry off that I'm the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think if anything, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. It wouldn't be to work on a farm, James. Yeah, well, I think I would quite like to every time... Like, you know, sometimes you're driving around, especially with this job, we're driving around the country and, uh, you know, I live in a city, but sometimes you're driving through the countryside and you see a little house out on the hillside on its own and you think, oh, could I live there? Could I do that? And more increasingly now, every time I see those houses, I think, I think I could actually, I think I could do it. Like, since lockdown and everyone being just, like, on their own in their own homes, I actually didn't mind it that much and 
maybe I could be out on a hillside and maybe I could be a farmer and just be there with my scythe, you know, tending the, the land. Yeah. Working the earth. It's, um, it's quite hard work farming, just though, isn't it? It's quite, quite hard work. Yeah. It's the, um... Yeah, but I'll be like hench at the end. I'll be like, st- at the end of the year, I'm going to be ripped you and w- have yeah. like all the beetroot I could ever want. There's a farm near me, like a, a petting farm, where the kids can go round yeah. and like pet all the animals and whatever and get what it's like to be on a farm for a day, but they're not really getting the, the true perspective on farming there. No, the, the little kids. Yeah, they're just going in, little, little walk around, pet, pet the animals in the gift shop. That's not farming. <laughs> no. Open it up at 5am, get, get them tooling in the fields. Yeah. And then they get undercut for the products at the end, for the produce. <laughs> Even though they voted to leave the EU, thinking it would solve it. Totally. Yeah. That's what you have that explained to them at the start, the kids. Now, you voted to leave the EU, <laughs> just so you know. All of you lot. But, yeah, it's the, it's the side, um, the, the size of problem. How are you getting around the side, Josh? You just kind of... Well, yeah, I think I think James is right. I think you'd have to just throw... Well, I suppose... I suppose what I'd do is i go, well, if people asked, I'd go, I'm on the way to a fancy dress party. Obviously, this isn't a real side. I'm not a maniac. Yeah. And mm. I think that'd be fine, wouldn't it? If you were constantly on your way to a fancy dress party, I think if or you coming tell back, people, depending on the time of day. Yeah, yeah. So if it was like eight am, I'd be like, "Oh god, the bloody walk yeah. of shame." Pulled at a fancy dress party last night. Awkward. <laughs> if you tell people this isn't a real scythe, I think they're going to want to go on it. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, oh, <laughs> "Let's pose on it." Then this will be a laugh, and someone's getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. Also, I love them giving the option of having a, an hourglass. Carry that as well. That's optional. Yeah. As if it isn't, yeah, if you, you haven't lumbered yourself with enough to carry around. <laughs> I don't know if that would help. Would an hourglass make things better? Like, could you at least distract from the scythe with the hourglass? At least yeah. if you've got that there, maybe people won't notice the scythe if you make a big enough deal of the fact you've got an hourglass. Yeah. It's, um, some time, is there a lot massive at school? That, it was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Scythe's less so, though. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, I, I went to school in Devon, so there's still an element of farming going on a lot around the school. So there was a lot of there was a lot of people that have handled a scythe by the age of twelve at my secondary school. But um, yeah, you would you would use a, a the sand timer. You, you're given a mu- you're given a much uh, bigger view of what the sand timer will play in the rest of your life than actually what it does, aren't you? When you're at school, totally. Yeah, really, it's just for certain board games, Articulate or something like that. Yeah, you might have a, yeah exactly. The sand timer might come out. Saunas. Pardon me? You, get a, you still get a sand timer in a sauna. When you go in there, you tip Do it. You? Do you? Yeah, you, t- you tip it upside down. It's on the wall. And it's like, that's... Really? That's the, yeah, yeah, because obviously I, I don't know if they can have clocks in there because of the, the heat. <laughs> I just completely did... What? I've never heard of this. Really, yeah. I, as I said it and you both went silent, I was like, I, I instantly thought, oh, you're going to relate to this straight away. <laughs> it's a sauna, that, that, the sand timer in the sauna. Yeah, and you wait to the sand timer, and that means you've done twenty minutes in the sauna. Nah. Yeah, I never knew that. What if someone else comes in? You're in the sauna. Someone else comes in. They turn the sand timer over. It's going back the other way. How many? How many sand timers are in this sauna? There's only one. It's, it's for, the, for the group. For the group. Unless you bring your own, and you can go off your own, play your own game. Do it, do it your own way. You bring your own one from from Articulate. You, you <laughs> break open Articulate. <laughs> yeah. Get the sand timer out of that. Yeah. That's a minute, so you just got to remember to turn it over tw- twenty times. Yeah. And then you're done. Bin the other pieces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. James, I don't think I've got a, a figure off you. What What did you say for the for the year? Did you give me a? 
I think I'd go five million. I'd go higher than Josh because um, I, I just don't think. I think it's going to be a miserable year. Um, I don't. I can't think of any way round it. Becoming a farmer, maybe, but I think I would pretty quickly regret that. Um, although it's the best thing, best way of doing it. But any way else of doing it where you kind of like basically get mistaken for the Grim Reaper somewhere. I wouldn't want to work in a nursing home totally. or anything like that. I'd feel that's cruel. I feel like anywhere would be just a bit... It'd really ruin people's nice time. So you'd have to become a farmer. And I reckon the toil of that yeah. would do my head in. And I'd really regret doing it. Even though at the end of the year... I would feel like I'm healthier than I've ever been. Yeah. I've I've got some new skills. I've yeah. got loads of like those are crops that I've um you know I've yielded. Yeah. I, I'd obviously yeah. go into I'd be a crop farmer with that with the side. I wouldn't be a yeah. animal farmer. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't, don't I don't start like you know making contributing to to global warming with my with my beef farming or whatever. Totally. Yeah. Even though there are there yeah. there good ways of doing that, right? There are ways yeah, of doing of that, carbon neutral ways of doing that. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. But yeah. just with the size. I, I, I think if you turn up, a, I think if you turn up, a, you know, a, a field full of cows with a scythe, it's got, it's still quite sinister. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. not solving any problems. Yeah. No, it's it's quite a nice reveal that at the end of the year, if you have been getting pretty, you know, getting ripped up. For twelve months, yeah. And then you just at the end you just take the cloak off. Oh, yeah. If it's not if it's not a oh, big word, game, yeah. it'd be quite disappointing. I think. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm just <laughs> yeah. the same. <laughs> or if I'd actually like you know, I actually really let myself go over that amount of time. Yeah, it's quite that, a forgiving. Be... Uh, it's quite a forgiving garment, isn't it? The cloak you could really believe yeah. under there. Yeah, it's it's very rare you're gonna go. Oh God, I, I I've. I'm fitting too tightly into my Grim Reaper outfit. <laughs> yeah, that's when it's time to cut back, I think. Yeah. yeah. When, when you're really <laughs> packing out a pumpkin costume, you're like, okay, yeah, no. Let's uh, let, let's, let's scale it back. I, I, so in this yeah. round, I'm going to give the points to a Josh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm giving Josh four points, and I'm giving James thank three you. points. Yeah, yeah. So the, the reason is, I, I think if you've got a... So if you've got a job at uh, London Dungeons, one of these role-playing oh, yeah. places, they're probably on, what, are they on tops £9 an hour? Uh-huh. Work 40 hours a week, plus overtime, plus weekends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, not, you're not hitting £5 million in in earnings. No. Yeah. So basically, no. I'm going to have to pick the lower amounts. I'm, I'm, I'm giving Josh the, the, the bigger points there. But it's. I think Happy we can all that. agree. Delighted. Pretty inconvenient. Yeah, a bit of a nightmare. Didn't think about London Dungeon though. That would be. Yeah, that would have been good. That'd be fun. Still got to get there yeah. every morning though, haven't you? Yeah. And imagine if you didn't get the job, as well. Yeah. You've turned up, turned oh, up all that to the interview, and they're like, "No, you're, you're still not right for it." You're like, "What more can I do?" <laughs> <laughs> We're still going with this other guy. He just. It's your personality, really. Let's let you down. <laughs> That's all we've got time for. Wow. Unbelievable, oh, really. Ooh. But so the, the total scores, uh, James. Oh, no. Yeah, James, you've you've won. You, wow, oh, the drama. You've won seven to six. Wow, that is a close one. That, is, that was, that was oh, very close. And that's a classic, isn't it? That's an absolute oh, it's, classic. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one for the neutrals. I think you'll agree. 
So yeah, well well done, James. Yeah. What you got planned in London for the rest of the day, Josh? Um, I might take in a show. <laughs> London Dungeon. London Dungeons taking a show. Uh, Madame Two Swords. Have a real London experience. Your authentic yeah. Cockney experience, living how all the Cockneys live down here. And I might is um, do you know if there's any Pret a Manger's down here? <laughs> <laughs> I might drop into one. If you know, if you, you got to know where to look. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we've got time for on this week's hypothetical podcast the winner is James Acaster you've got seven points Josh you've got six well done to everybody uh, and thanks to everyone for listening and someone else will see you next week Hypothetical the podcast is a hat trick production for day all episodes of Hypothetical the TV show are available on UK TV Play Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to nose around a comedian's house, take their stuff and see how much money you can make by selling it? No, that's a pretty niche thing, to be honest. Bit creepy, really. But that's the premise of Dave's brand new comedy podcast, Hard Sell, with me, Josh Jones. And me, Darren Harrier. We're going to travel the country, visiting the homes of different comedians, chatting about their spending habits before grabbing one of their favourite possessions and giving ourselves one week to try and sell it for charity. In a competition to see who can raise the most money. It's a right laugh as we get to meet amazing funny people like Kima Bob, Joel Domit, Rhea Lena, Ivo Graham, Josh Pugh and lots more. But also sort of like an incredibly stressful cheese dream where we're trying to shift what are essentially stolen goods against the clock. <laughs> it's bonkers. Hard sell with Josh Jones. And Darren Harrier. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.